Welcome to Pop to the Lou, where we share hilarious, embarrassing, heartbreaking, and inspiring stories of living life with IBD. This is purely for entertainment purposes. This is not medical, health, or even life advice, so do not take anything we say seriously. Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of Pop to the Lou. How are you today? Yeah, good, thanks, Sarah. There's a lot going on, though, isn't there, around the world? There definitely is. We wanted to kind of recognize that before this episode this week. Uh, We're really conscious that we obviously record in advance, and we even record the kind of intros and mind and gut check-ins a little bit in advance as well. So we just wanted to make sure this week that we were kind of acknowledging everything that's going on worldwide. And I know that you've got loads going on there in Queensland, haven't you, Sarah? Yeah, so Queensland and New South Wales at the moment, hopefully it finishes after that are being quite impacted by flooding. It was a nightmare. And being Canadian, I'm used to snowstorms. I was messaging my friends. I'm like, I've never been in a flood. Like, what are what are we supposed to do? It's a bit weird for me. Give me a snowstorm any day. And I'm like, yeah, good. Got it. I know what to do. But flooding, uh, I was never trained on that or taught that in school. So it's been a little nerve wracking. Luckily, I've been okay. My power hasn't gone off. I still have running water. Uh, however, a lot of people aren't as fortunate at the moment. To be honest, I've been anxious about even leaving my flat because I know my area is quite flooded and I just don't even want to risk it. So my heart goes out to everybody that's lost their home. There have been, I think at the moment, eight people that have passed away and a few people missing still. And the destruction is still happening. The storm is moving south and hitting New South Wales at the moment. So yeah, it's going to be a long road to recovery, sending lots of love and also to everybody in the Ukraine and what's going on there. It's heavy stuff. It's really heavy. We're really, really mindful that where we obviously take the mic in and make lots of jokes and our podcast is for kind of entertainment purposes, that there's so much else going on in the world. Um, so yeah, just thoughts are with absolutely everyone at the moment. There's so much going on in the last week. So obviously we record in advance. Uh, but in the you know the last week, Sarah's experienced some horrendous flooding where she she lives. Um, everything that's going on in the Ukraine is just obviously touching all of our hearts around the world. Uh, and also we um, lost someone within our drum and bass community last weekend, which was a big hit for everyone who's grown up with this incredible MC uh, called Skibidi. And yeah, so it's been an eventful week, I think. And uh, yeah, I think everyone's everyone's really feeling it. I think especially following on from COVID, I think everyone's kind of seeing some sort of light, weren't they? And so everything else is kind of, I think, hitting us all a bit at the moment. So like we always say, please reach out if you need any support if you want to chat through anything it's really important to still still talk if you're not feeling too sharp um, and yeah just thinking of everyone because it's uh it's a very strange time I think at the moment I think everyone um I don't know about you said but I've certainly seen this at work and in my personal life we kind of I think went into kind of overdrive and uh, I don't know adrenaline took over throughout COVID and we kind of the beginning of 2022 we kind of thought okay wicked we can see some changes now and maybe life's going back to normal and I'm conscious that it's not but for different reasons so yeah just contact your loved ones and your support networks if you need anything please don't deal with anything on your own if you've got any kind of anxieties at the moment because these sort of things can really hit all of us even if you're not directly impacted by something or just shout out if you need any kind of support or help from us you know our dms are always always open how are you feeling Definitely. sir mind and gut wise i'm okay it's been 
really heavy, to be honest, with everything going on here and around the world. So yesterday, I just kind of took some time to turn my mind off and try not to think about everything. I found myself getting in the circle of watching too much news. And I know that's not healthy for me. Like I like to stay informed and know what's going on, but I also need to not be bombarded with negativity nonstop because that has such a heavy impact on me. I'm really sensitive to it. So I recognized that yesterday I was like, I need to, I need to take a step back and I'm feeling a bit better today. I had a productive day today and there are good things going on in life. Like definitely appreciating the good. And there's been some changes in my life that I'm really excited about and new opportunities and things that are, um, that I'm taking advantage of. So really excited about all of that. Obviously really excited about everything we have going on as well. So just trying to focus on the positive in my life at the moment and being grateful for that. As far as my gut, I've been okay, I think. (laughs) I haven't been as, (laughs) I'm trying to think back. I'm like, oh gosh, I think I've been fine overall for the most part. I know I've been slacking a little bit. I was doing so well with getting up and having my protein shakes every morning and whatnot. Uh, So I've been slacking a little bit. I noticed such a change in patterns in my eating on my cycle. Yeah. It's so weird. I'll go from being, and I'm sure a lot of women get this, really hungry right before I get my period, like starving and just want to eat everything. And then food like disgusts me and I'm like, ew. (laughs) I'm the same with my appetite. I've got a real, real appetite. I'd say a couple of weeks, probably for a couple of weeks of the month just before my period and then literally as soon as my period starts and then thereafter for a couple of weeks I don't have a I don't have much on appetite yeah. weird isn't it it's so hormonal it's oh insane. gosh yeah and I do crave a lot of vegetables after like once I start my period and from there on for like a week or two I like crave salads and stuff like that so yeah it's very strange anyway I'm at the point in my cycle at the moment of not really being too baptized by food so yeah just trying to make sure I keep up with the protein and keep my energy up and do everything that I know I need to do but not wanting to do which is always fun just so weird I think we're in the same cycle because I'm in my did we notice that before I feel like we figured this out before you me and Martha just (laughs) in case she wanted her uh, personal information out there yeah <laughs> he's fine yeah I'm the same as you because I'm just laughing because I'm just thinking in my fridge right now so my fridge yeah. is like stocked with loads of really lovely like salads and veggies and fruits and really really lovely foods I'm just thinking like two weeks back to like my frozen yogurt like covered in sort of caramel fudge and dark chocolate bits and my fridge was not containing all of the green stuff it's yeah it's so hormone related isn't it it's it's crazy yeah you know that's Definitely. the joys of being a female I think speaking of being a female this week when the episode's coming out this will come out on the thursday and the tuesday march 8th was international women's day which is amazing of course us women are incredible the things we do so on our instagram you'll see that we've decided instead of doing one day for international women's day we've decided to carry on through saturday with posts about just how great we are as females so definitely make sure you're following us on instagram to see all of that amazing content Out to all the awesome females out there. How are you feeling though? How's your mind and gut? Yeah, good. I think you're. I think you summed it up at the beginning of your say. It's really difficult at the moment, isn't it? Because you want to get that balance between staying informed of what's going on worldwide and even locally, and not 
kind of filling your head with either really inaccurate stuff or really detrimental stuff to your kind of well-being so I'm the same as you I'm kind of really really mindful of the sources to which I get information from because I know it can go another way otherwise can't it you can you can kind of be flooded with with some you know pretty ridiculous information and yeah so I I feel okay I guess same as you so I probably can't even pin down or highlight how I'm kind of feeling minds wise or gut wise because I think I'm quite just concentrating on on all the stuff that's taking place at the moment so it's kind of overriding anything that I'm personally would be feeling because I think I know you're the same as me it puts your situation into perspective doesn't it and like you quite rightly said you know you're experiencing horrific floods you guys haven't seen floods like that for 11 years um but you know I know you and I have been on the phone every day and you know you're happy because you've got a roof over your head electric running water and groceries and that's an amazing you know way to look at things and I think I've been the same here regardless of what's going on in my life bigger picture wise I'm housed I've got a job I've got food on the table and that's what ultimately is the real important stuff and uh, I'm just really happy that I'm in that situation and I'm really fortunate so mind and gut absolutely fine and you know bigger picture wise I'm just to be honest thinking about everyone else at the moment and uh, just making sure everyone else feels okay because yeah like I said whether this directly impacts you or indirectly impacts you for whatever reason I'm just really mindful to be checking in on everyone at the moment and making sure that people aren't anxious and worrying about things because I think again these things can make people feel very unwell so yeah so I think it's it's, it's a difficult one isn't it because you you want to keep people happy and entertained and give everyone something to have a bit of a giggle about but by all means we're not forgetting the fact of that we're, we're living in a really difficult time at the moment and, and a lot of people are struggling we really hope you enjoy this episode it's it's a bit of a different episode um we've got on one of my best mates which I thought was a really good idea at the time I'm happy <laughs> with the episode following on from the recording i was going to accidentally delete the recording I'm only joking (laughs) but yeah one of my best mates Jen who I'll do a massive shout out for International Women's Day slash week that we're we're making it Uh, she's been one of my best mates for 20 years we've traveled the world together gone to university together went through law school together have lived together have breathed together we we see each other every Tuesday night without fail our Tuesday club and I'm basically the third wheel in her relationship (laughs) (laughs) If she's never got a plus one, she'll always turn it into a plus two for me. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's one of my absolute ride or dies. I would always call her my family and just really hope you enjoy the episode. Again, it's supposed to obviously be very lighthearted. I really hope that it makes everyone laugh and just gives a bit of an insight into how one of my best mates, one deals with my Crohn's. Uh, I guess hope you enjoy the stories that she's got. Um, regarding our friendship and and how we've managed my Crohn's together over the last 20 years. So really hope you enjoy it. Let's get into it. We have Jen joining us, who is a good friend of Cass's. You guys have known each other, what, since you were 19? So a solid 10 years now. <laughs> I like that. Thanks, Sarah. Nearly 20, but yeah, I'll take 10 years. Thank you very much. You're yeah, so, so Jen and I met when we were 19 in a toilet. Classy. Glam. <laughs> so we met at a rave. However, we actually were on the same course at university, but didn't know. That shows how much we went to lectures and tutorials. And that's how much we went raving. So we actually met in a loo at a rave <laughs> as opposed to our law lectures. I do actually have a picture of that night. We look so youthful. We're definitely sharing that photo. I thought, I thought you might want to. 
Yeah, absolutely. Would rather not. Yeah, <laughs> I said it actually. Cass it's was bright orange it's those bad. days. Very bright orange, like Ron Seal tan. I'm thinking oh. of bringing back the tan. Are you? Yeah. Some of my ex-boyfriends used to buy like black towels because <laughs> I'd, I'd put so much fake tan on their nice white ones. I just took it as a compliment, if anything. Sorry, you dated people at uni who had nice white towels? Yeah. Wow. I used to have nicer boyfriends than I have done in my later life. <laughs> they all went downhill after uni. <laughs> no offence, no offence to everyone that's listening who I've dated since uni because I have got some really good friends I dated. You're all exempt. You don't have white towels, apparently. <laughs> so, Jen, I feel like you know Cass better than a lot of us. I mean, you've known her longer than I have. Let's hear your best Cass story. My favorite Cass poo related story. It's got to be. It's got to be the one where I. So I used to work at Time Out magazine in London, and I was training someone, and I was sharing my screen and doing all, going through all the training, and up on the screen, I'd left my WhatsApp open, which is really stupid when you know Cass and you talk every day. Rookie mistake, Pete. <laughs> Rookie error. Um, because then popped up on the screen as I was training this poor innocent youth. It popped up saying, God, I've got the worst shits and and just kind of kept going. And obviously, you know, if you want to close WhatsApp, you have to go into it and then you'd see the horror that was before that. So I just had to kind of leave it going. Did and... I send any pictures that time? No, thank God. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um, Disappointing. Yeah, that was the funniest, but the absolute funniest. One of the best moments that was kind of, yeah, Cass and also her, her shit stories as well. And that was excellent. And the guy fortunately thought it was hilarious, um, but it didn't put me in a strong management. Like I was senior management at the time. This is why you left the company. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cast Apolo- of being apologies to Jen's yeah. family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that was just the best. That was probably one of my favorite moments that I will never forget. I mean, that was a good, what, like seven years ago? It's still a good party story. I've got solid memories from really bad shits with you worldwide. Yeah. I'm quite surprised that that was the one that stands out. No, there was also the, in Sydney airport, after we'd been very, very, very drunk eight, nine years ago or something. And I had fallen asleep with a window open and was covered in mosquito bites and like pollen from lilies as well. So it was just stained and like itchy and hung over to hell. And Cass was, I was in the toilet at Sydney airport crying. That's what that itch was. (laughs) (laughs) I was in the toilet absolutely crying and dying. And then Cass is just in there like screaming like, I got the worst That was one of the worst. Because we just drunk white wine for like a solid day and I don't mm. drink white wine and it wasn't it wasn't like oh we'll have a Sauvignon Blanc it was just white wine can I just <laughs> also add we didn't just drink white wine that day we drank because I've got the pictures to prove it which I will put up I'll put these ones up not the raving we're putting all of them up we are putting all of them we will up. discuss that later <laughs> I, need, need to, I need to contact my lawyer we were drinking babe bloody Mary. no that was another day no it wasn't oh it's probably every day actually. it was all day but people people can I just make a point? Anyone with an IBD out there, Bloody Marys are the worst <laughs> yeah. drinks ever for your gut. Tomato juice, Worcestershire sauce, vodka, <laughs> celery. Like Pepper. literally, it's shit in a cup. radish. Or, yeah. But what else do you put? Mm. You put something else in it to spice it up, don't you? Tabasco. Um, there you go. Yeah, Tabasco. We were no. drinking those. I literally shat myself the whole so, journey. Yeah. So shitting, shitting and crying at Sydney Airport. Then, various then Singapore. Then Singapore. And then when we got back to Heathrow, like, oh, this is horrible. Her, one of her lovely exes was waiting for her with a face like thunder. <laughs> so we just spent over 24 hours just shitting and crying, really hungover. 
like, oh, babe. And then she, That was yeah, a terrible journey was from the airport And I was like, well. hello. And he was like, he was in such a bad mood with me. Jenna's but doing a I, very angry face for everybody that can't see her face. Yeah. And can I just, can I just make, make a point as well for everyone out there? When you have the shits when you're traveling, right? So when you are rushing through security and literally sweating because you are going to shit yourself. Oh, no, no. That's not a good look. It is not a good look. And I'm telling you straight, when you're going through Singapore airport, it is really concerning because all you're worried about is you've got these security guards looking at you thinking why she's sweating so much and why she's so keen to get through customs and why she's so keen to get into the toilet, I might add. (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just saying it is not a good look. No. So you're telling everyone they should get those toilet cards. If anything, so they can. Oh go my god, I might get that actually for next time we should go traveling. Oh yeah, yeah, great idea. I'm not a drug trafficker. <laughs> I have Crohn's. <laughs> that thanks, that Sarah. Is a genius. I just got to pop it down on my to do list. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can order them quite easily and can get you? them delivered to you. What's place. the requirement? Yeah, like, you have to like because she always goes gluten free, and I've. I'm like allergic to gluten, so I was jumping the back and I'm like, oh, gluten free twins traveling. I've got the shits too. <laughs> <laughs> she does she does jump on the bandwagon pretty much yeah. well she has said she needs the moral support when she goes to the washroom in public places so. <laughs> i like people to talk to me <laughs> i get lonely sat on the loo seat and the thing is as well when you're sat again everyone out there everyone knows this right when you're sat on the loo for so long i'm obviously a very chatty person one i like to talk to people and two your butt gets a little bit numb like has anyone got those like elbow marks in their their legs when they're like sat there pooing for so long this is serious stuff yeah and then was that the same journey when on the way out i did a poo obviously before we flew and then I thought I had worms. Oh, when I yeah, inspected that was at my Sing- Singapore, I think. Was that I thought Singapore? it was no, no, no. It was on the way out because I thought I wasn't going to be able to fly because I thought I had worms. And when I closely inspected, <laughs> it was my pad tie from the night before. <laughs> I have no. Comment. I'll never forget that. Yeah. I was petrified. I was tormented. I thought they were massive worms. Tapeworms. Yeah, I thought they were massive worms, but it was just yeah. like rice noodles. Do you remember you having a breakdown? One of many. <laughs> I love having a breakdown. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's really funny, but there's been a lot of like Should we tell airport related. Should we tell the story about when I had a breakdown in LA two years ago with the accommodation? Oh my God. Sarah, you're like this. You know Sam as well, obviously. So uh, we had already planned to go to LA and stay in Santa Monica in this little, in separate Airbnbs. And Cass invited me and was like, yeah, it's cool. Stay with me in the Airbnb. Hang on, hang on. Stop story. Side note. I said to Sam, is the Airbnb big enough for two people? Yeah, mate. Yeah. Carry on. To me, it was. Stop. Um... I, I'm coming in. I'm coming back in. There, you know you wanted a story for your mates to, to know that I'm just as high maintenance as you. I'm gonna Here we go, I've sister. Got... <laughs> Thank you. I've got pictures. I'll send you pictures of the accommodation. By like day four, day five. Well, to be fair, it didn't have a washing machine. Can, so... I, can I also just put in, you know, I've got a thing about doing laundry. Yeah. So you have, to go, you have to go to the laundry. I do know that. You love to do laundry. But to be <laughs> but fair, I'm on. quite similar, actually. Thank you. Thank you. I got a thing about doing laundry. All right. Granted, it's probably a bit obsessive and compulsive now. I probably need to seek some therapy for it. Another thing on the agenda for a therapist out there. <laughs> Anyone, please therapist. just contact me. I've got a lot of issues. There was no washing machine yeah. there. So I had a bit of a breakdown when I first got there. No, I didn't before we even got there because I left the holiday WhatsApp group. Yeah, so we had a <laughs> holiday WhatsApp group. 
And you and Sam got so aggressive about this washing machine situation that she left. And I was like, are you okay? Because I didn't realise at that point how abusive they were to each other. So abusive. And I was like, are you okay? Like really genuinely worried, like as a friend. Fuming. Yeah. yeah. But then we got there and then on like day four, she moved out and went to a hotel and left me in the Airbnb on my own. I don't think it was day four, mate. I don't think I lasted that long. I was fuming. It was tiny. It was a tiny... I'll send pictures. It's fine. Put the pictures up on Instagram. I'd like a vote, actually. Yes, let's do it. Yeah, we need to do a poll. I want a vote. For a couple, fine. Sharing a bed with her? No way. It was a nightmare. And the bed was like a mezzanine thing. It was like a fucking bunk bed. It was for up. two grown women. It was, no, it was up. It's like a mezzanine floor with like little stairs up there. And then a bed. A bunk bed. Not a bunk bed. Hold on. I'm confused. Let's back this up because I feel like you guys know this story better than me or There was one listening. big room that had like sofa, TV, drum kit because the guy was a bit like of a hip, hippie kind of like surfer guy. And then there was yeah. steps up to this kind of another floor. A bed. With a double bed on it. Not a bunk bed. It wasn't a floor. On the top of the bunk. Yes. It was a loft. Okay. We got there. However, did you were in a separate Airbnb to Sam though? So it was only the two of you in that one Airbnb. And then Sam had his own. Okay. Just I do recall this vaguely. Yeah. I didn't know you even had an air. I remember this trip. I don't remember even mentioning an Airbnb. Exactly. I I, I cleared it from my mind. (laughs) and books into a a hotel on Santa Monica Beach. Of course. So let's all just take a moment to appreciate the fact that Cass is indeed actually probably Ah! more high maintenance than I am. She just somehow somehow gets away with taking the fist out of oh, me. Yes. Interesting. Well, I'm glad that we have gotten some really good insight into cast <laughs> today. This has been quite helpful for me and we have only just started. This is a really shit idea getting my friends and family on this. Okay, send it to Sarah now while we're recording yeah. and see what Sarah thinks of the half bunk bed. Maybe this makes it look really big. <laughs> Now, this is just painting me in a really, really <laughs> bad light. Sarah, th- she's done something. She's put like an extra oh, filter yeah. or something <laughs> on it, mate. <laughs> babe, babe. I don't feel like this is going to be in my favor, babe. What it, do you think it's it? not. It's not in your favor at all. It's quite large. You yeah. did make it. You kind of described it as if it would be a like a little like a weird little squat studio box. thing. Yeah, I was imagining like quite dark and dim. Anyway, I'd like to scrap the idea of getting my family and friends on <laughs> for the rest of season two. I don't think this is going to end well for me I don't understand how this was okay so it was too small look okay can we move on from this story I think she's calling me fat yeah <laughs> oh my god I'm, I'm only just seeing the other view babe anyway my room at my hotel in Santa Monica was great <laughs> then, so she then moved out and went to a hotel so Jen how would you sum up how Cass manages her Crohn's knowing her like you do as one of her best friends hilariously and honestly I love the way that she's so abrupt and kind of like just open about it because she's obviously features a lot on my Instagram and just generally people are like oh my god Cass is so skinny she must have the most amazing diet and like exercise all the time yawn and me channeling Cass I'm always like yeah no she, I mean, she you do exercise and eat well but she also got Crohn's and shits like anything <laughs> Like people just think they can say stuff. People can just yeah. So, but I love the way that you're honest about it, and I sort of like channeling that through channel you through me to people that make comments. People ask like really weird questions. Yeah, they ask if I eat. They ask if I train all day. I'm like, I have a job. 
It's just like an automatic and a thing. And I, and I really like food, but thanks for your concern. Because I love the way that she like deals with talking about it. And even obviously like starting this podcast with you and stuff. I mean, even even my boyfriend's a bit like, she's talking about poop to like everyone. She sure is. <laughs> Shout out to Greg. Do you find people ask out of like they're wanting her diet plan? Or... Pretty much. I think it's very yeah. much... Yeah, they want they want to know like how do I become like that? It's so bad though, isn't it? It I, is because I eat a lot. I'm a big foodie, and there's not there's ironically there's no food I dislike. Like yeah, I've so we're like eating. always eating or at dinner or doing yeah. something, and people are like, what? But people will make like comments either to me or like behind my back. Well, the thing is, it's 2022, and I, know, I feel yeah. like by now we should be aware that everybody's body's different. People have fast metabolisms they have eating disorders they have healthy diets like it could be literally anything and it's none of your business especially from a stranger making a comment on your appearance because who knows maybe you are and you've mentioned before Cass that you've gotten to a point that you are quite like slim and you're not comfortable being that slim and you don't like to obviously look sick but you have no control over it because you are ill and you have so much going on because people are also like unless almost unless it's something really serious they don't really almost acknowledge it like if you say you're intolerant to gluten or something mm. they're like oh you're just being one of them well and yeah. not just that Jen it's back to that hidden illness thing isn't yeah, it exactly. people if you t- told people who don't know me and just see me as this like cast who works and travels and eats and goes out raving with you you look fine well yeah. if, if you said oh she's chronically ill they'd like laugh yeah I don't think they'd accept it if I if I'm honest I think yeah. I've always had that or you can't have it that bad. No, or exactly. Like you, you can't be that. You can't tired be suffering or... with Crohn's, or you. you I bet you, you don't look like you have symptoms. Yeah. It's like, oh, mate, when I'm like creasing over and I can't breathe with my pain. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a pretty dark symptom. Definitely, like listening to the podcast more, and also because I obviously interact with you so much on Instagram. A lot of my recommended people and posts and stuff are all kind of people with hidden illnesses, and it's shown me so like how widespread it is and how many people suffer with something so it makes me think a lot more definitely and especially with like myself and Cass and a lot of people out there that have well any hidden illness but for us with IBD because we also do a lot like we people don't see our bad days um I think now obviously with the podcast you're talking about it but like yesterday for example like I was so fatigued I could not move and I was just lying on the couch trying to get some work done but nobody sees that and I had a friend actually from Canada message me and he's like oh you look like you're living the life drinking champagne nonstop stop like from my Instagram and I'm like okay (laughs) obviously he knows he's aware of my illness and stuff but just that facade that people just from seeing you either day-to-day in person and always seeing you put together or on social media um on your private on my private I mean it wasn't necessarily an IBD but I was really ill a couple of years ago and I I used to go out a lot in London especially working for time out and then I was signed off because I was so ill and people would just be like oh you're always out and I was like I literally haven't posted for ages like I'm not it was just that weird thing of like thank you for just looking at Instagram stuff so I started posting kind of more honest posts and some people like oh cool and other people were like what's wrong with Jen you posted (laughs) but you posted some really cool posts about mental health yeah which is wicked Which um, is wicked. You did the, if you don't mind me saying, you did the that really cool post about taking antidepressants. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which I thought was wicked, which quite a lot of people did, didn't they? And I think they're amazing. They had, and they had some really kind of like high profile, like doctors and, and uh, you know, other individuals that were basically saying, I start my day by taking, and they would say, Yeah. Like, and I was amazing the response. So some people yeah. were like, This is really cool. And one girl who'd like suffered as well, she finally started talking, but then other people were literally like, 
behind my back sort of thing was like oh what's wrong with you mm. and I'd suffered mm. from like well like two these little like TIAs which are, like small strokes I was not out partying and people oh, were like wow. oh, you're always out how's lockdown affecting you and I was like no I literally nearly died I'm not gonna out <laughs> yeah you're already ill man. well from our LA story and Sydney story you obviously travel with Cass a lot are there any tricks that you've adopted to make traveling with her and her crowns a bit easier understanding that we need to go to the toilet a lot <laughs> and always yeah. being so when we've been to like uh, festivals abroad and stuff always like not going like deep into the crowd obviously you know, understanding that every five seconds it'll be like i need the loo i need the loo yeah. I, the problem is as well bar and toilet bar but, and toilet. but the problem is that i don't just always need a poo it's always a pee, yeah. i always need a pee as well i'm but, a night i don't know why yeah, my friends even travel with me i'm just pee every like two seconds i always need a pee so it's very much understanding that but then i'm pretty bad with toilets <laughs> toileting as well so we're just always standing just between the bar and the toilet bar and toilet never go don't go too deep in the crowd and have an sos signal so we can <laughs> i like that i like that well yeah because obviously security. it's quite loud i think yeah. a lot of our text messages when we're abroad are probably meet me in the toilet i think that when we travel it will sound really weird to everyone listening but when i go away on holiday because i'm not working well much um <laughs> I'm not working like I usually do. We we always work out. We um, we go for like really lovely runs. We we when we were in LA last time, babe, we were cycling for well until you hours. moved out of the Airbnb. Uh, we had our kitchen, <laughs> so we'd like make our own meals. We sound like an old couple. We planned our meals and went for runs and had a good good amount of sleep. I remember sleep, falling asleep to Netflix at eight o'clock at night on both Miami and LA. God, perfect, perfect wild. evening if you ask me perfect evening um, yeah we exercise and eat kind of plan our meals and then have a few like crazy nights but yeah. they're very yeah. like balanced so actually we're that's because we're old mate we can't do like seven nights in a row anymore we, we, do, we do one all nighter and then we're watching netflix for three days <laughs> <laughs> eating avocado on gluten-free toast living the dream yeah, so i remember in miami we were like well let's have a spag bowl tonight and watch the sunset and then like invited our neighbors yeah, shout out to Dwayne. Shout out to Dwayne. He listens to the podcast every week. Woo! Love you, Dwayne. He's um, over in the Netherlands. <laughs> so we, and then we'd be like, let's have a little gluten free spag bowl, our favorite. I think that's probably our date meal. It is um, our date meal. And then like have a run in the morning. So when we don't have crazy nights, we have yeah. like really sort of yeah. zen. Look at us. We're so wholesome. <laughs> but I think when we go away, I think that's what Sarah's kind of gets yeah. the point of is we're just really active and we have fun and we eat really well and we're and always near a toilet we're always near a toilet <laughs> <laughs> it well, sounds like a lot of it is just being understanding and yeah, aware of idea. her symptoms and the condition is there anything particular you learned about Cass's illness and journey from the podcast that you didn't actually know before I didn't actually know the story of like wh- when she got it and how she learned about not like what she sh- shouldn't eat so I didn't actually realize like the age. I've just sort of always known her as like cast that shits a lot. And it's gross. <laughs> Again, my Tinder bio. Sorry, mum. <laughs> um, uh, so I actually was like, I remember messaging you. I was driving to Cornwall to like um, to like our family holiday, and I was in the car. I was like. So I think I was stopping to send you voices like I didn't realize it was when you were this age oh my god and that's how like learning how she cut out certain foods because if I like obviously people like necky people just asking they said when I say gluten they think it's celiac and then I'm like oh, I don't actually know the story behind it and how you cut out the foods and how you learn what worked for you so I didn't actually yeah. realize so obviously I, I felt like are we really bad friends so I didn't realize how old you were how you figured all it all out how you had to figure it out when we didn't have the internet because obviously we're so old that we had like you know cave paintings something like that 
um, so yeah I learned and just generally about hidden illnesses and obviously like looking at you and thinking like she you are stunning and you'd never say are you looking at me mate not not you Sarah and just being like yeah the whole like understanding hidden illnesses and learning this hat was good for my cheekbones no more about hidden illnesses and how you don't just not always to take yeah not always to look at someone and just there's a lot going on behind the scenes so yeah learn a lot about you and your life 45 years ago it is um. it is interesting though isn't it when because when I'm in restaurants you know they're like they're hot on it now yeah. aren't they like is it an allergy or an intolerance yeah. and so whenever I ask the gluten-free menu they always say like we've got celiac disease and it's so annoying isn't it because you got to go like, you got to go a little bit deeper because otherwise they freak out that you're gonna you know whatever yeah. so I always say oh no it's just Crohn's disease so but they ask more questions now because they're so worried about allergies I did it at this very posh hotel over Christmas there the waitress was saying oh you know okay when I said oh no it's Crohn's disease so we're about it I'll be fine and they were like well what and they do they say what will happen if you have gluten I just say I'll shit myself (laughs) yeah I like their faces it's so funny especially when they're quite posh like they don't know what to do with me yeah yeah especially when I'm there sipping my champagne quite a good experience (laughs) watching that Do you have a favorite part of season one? On the spot, Sarah, I like that question. (laughs) I think it's going to be like a soppy one, but I think finding out about more about the history of it, like that sounds really like lame, but finding out more about the history of it, how you developed and how you dealt with it and how you kind of found out about it and how you figured things out yourselves. Jen, did you know that Cass was in love with Pierce Morgan? Yes, I do. And I don't, I've never known why. I've just sort of ignored it. It's kind of been something that I've brushed over to continue being friends with her. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. No, yeah. I think it sealed some of my friends, like, the yeah, deal. Like, some of my friends are very concerned. Yeah. I think that's probably why they're checking in. Yeah. Not about, not about your poop. It's probably but about that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. No, I, it's something that I kind of look over and just sort of pretend to be like, oh, she's talking. Oh, great. Yeah. Nice. I got an I love Piers Morgan mug for Christmas. I know. You sent me a picture. Um, <laughs> Chen is thrilled. And in regards to, I mean, IBD, obviously everybody has such a different experience with it and different symptoms and obviously Crohn's and colitis vary a bit. Is there anything that you learned from the podcast in particular about Crohn's and colitis? Um, A lot from the podcast and also from your Instagram posts as well about the different types. I did not know there were so many different types. Yeah, I saw all those posts out. Um, I didn't realize there were so many different types or all the different names and like just just the breadth of like actual different that took ages for me to research that (laughs) yeah it kind of obviously before I sort of thought like oh Crohn's and like like you just sort of think it's the one or the other but learning all about yeah kind of just how many different variations sounds like got like a different so variations makes it sound like like the various symptoms that's the one yeah yeah, yeah so. no, definitely. Because different parts of either, yeah, the colon or throughout yeah, exactly. the digestive tract the colon or and also Crohn's. The symptoms as well. So I didn't realize some of the symptoms either. How it affects people's days as well. So yeah, yeah. kind of like the hidden bit of what you don't see. That's been really interesting. I'll tell you what I was going to ask you. Genuinely not to put you on the spot. Only <laughs> bit, no, no, no. Because I find this interesting as one of my closest mates. Because we spend so much time together. Did you ever realize, because I don't speak about it a lot. Because like, everyone takes piss out of me for being a granny and drinking tea and and going home early because I do now didn't back in the day but I do now did you realize how tired I got no yeah I like I thought she I kind of in my head it was just we're just grandma palms 
I suppose it gave me a lot of background into why. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do, I like everyone takes the piss out of me for. I never thought of it as Crohn's related or anything, yeah. anything like that. Never. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like I think that's been one of the biggest things that my mates have like some of like apologize which they don't need to I don't I don't mind at all but I do get called granny palms all the time because I do I I do don't I? I'll leave the club yeah. on my own or fall asleep in her wine <laughs> I thought we went to a club in LA and we I fell asleep yeah she was like babe how is bungalow in Santa Monica and I was like you fell asleep in your wine at eight I had a great time <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I actually like, yeah, especially as getting older, I'm like, I really don't mind. And actually, I've been like, oh, yes. But I think because I'm so bouncy and so loud, I think mm. people, they don't think that I get tired, mm. if that makes sense. And I'm always mm. like on the go, aren't I, work-wise and stuff. So I think I think people don't ever think of me as like a tired person. No, I think I always thought of you as like you were more of a morning person. So you were like, from morning to a certain point. And then I just had like a slightly different body clock. And I never, I never, ever thought it was like Crohn's related. Mm. And it is a massive side effect. Honestly, I think Cass and I have both learned quite a bit. Well, we were really shocked, weren't we, Sarah, when we went through yeah. them ourselves? I didn't realize that fatigue was such a major part in it. And I did question why I was so tired all the time. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why am I sleeping 10 hours a night? And then I'm like, am I oversleeping? Um, mm. Absolutely not. My body is just not um, able to function some days without that sleep. I mean, we've spoken about it before, Sarah, haven't we? Like the importance of actually when you're feeling, and I'm getting so much better at this. And I think it has been since the podcast, actually, like having that awareness, reflecting and thinking about stuff we've been talking about with so many awesome people. Actually, when I'm knackered, I'm not going to do anything. So if it is a Saturday or a Sunday and I don't have to be in work, I don't have to be doing work. I won't. I'll just switch off. Or we're great. We can just just cancel and just having that like, babe, I'm knackered. Yeah. 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 I can't, I can't be asked to do anything tonight. Yeah. Just having that like openness and like just being like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes you just don't have a choice. Like when your body needs that sleep, you can't, there's no way that you're going to go out and socialize or when sometimes I push myself to go out for like a dinner or drinks because I've already pre-committed, but then I'm not even fun to be around because I'm like a daze and I'm not like engaging (laughs) or anything. I'm like, why am I even here? It's not worth it. You don't feel like eating. You don't feel like drinking in it when you're in that sort of frame of mind, because you feel a bit anxious then, don't you, about whether or not you should eat or drink. If you're feeling like that as well. Yeah. Because you don't want to feel worse the next day. Understanding more that there's the, obviously yeah, hidden illnesses. I never realized before that so many people were suffering and the sort of things that you can see. And also just sort of generally kind of understanding that and knowing that there's always a bigger picture kind of behind the scenes and thinking of the bigger picture, especially sort of if you're talking to someone and kind of understanding that there's a lot, a lot of different symptoms and a lot of people have different reactions to different things. And um, I think people can be quite quick to judge sort of if he's like I mean well like you said you didn't realize the fatigue was a thing necessarily so like I have I've definitely heard someone before it wasn't an IBD but it was something else and they were like oh I'm really tired and someone else was like oh just you know just like man up or one of those reactions so generally they're always helpful yeah really, really. Oh, I'm fine now I'm cool yeah cheer up really man so. I'm good um so just generally sort of being yeah being more aware of that and being more supportive if so like if yeah. people are being are kind of going through that at all or like people yeah if anyone's making comments or just understanding it more and being more kind of open and helpful to people yeah 
No, I appreciate that. Is there anything else you would like to add or anything else you think we could do on the podcast to help raise more awareness of IBD? In terms of adding stuff, I would, I would, it would be amazing if obviously people could become kind of more open to talking about things, but that is up to the people in terms of the podcast and what you're doing on Instagram. I think you're absolutely nailing it. Um, Yeah, I couldn't, I, yeah. I can take no credit for that. You guys are doing, I think it's amazing and you're doing everything perfectly. It's just sort of, yeah, it's up to other people to kind of carry on that conversation, but it has really helped. I've seen so many people are having that conversation on Instagram as well and like have accounts that are spreading awareness. So I don't think there's anything else you could be doing. I'm loving your work. Aww, <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Jen. It was so lovely to finally meet I know, you. So I feel like I know you. I feel like I know you already. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. We have a lot of exciting interviews coming up. Definitely subscribe so you don't miss an episode and follow us on Instagram at pop to the loo podcast for a bit more content on a daily basis and some behind the scenes images. Yeah, everything will be linked in the description so you can find everything there. Love you guys. Love you. Oh, 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 oh,